Hey, it's Dr. Gala, and this is another episode of Let's Talk Toxins. So in this episode, I'm going to shed some light on a topic that might seem a little odd to be discussing. We're going to talk about evolution. And you're not going to want to miss this because I'm going to challenge you to think about evolution in a new and different way. In my meditation time this week, I have been reminded repeatedly about this concept of evolution. And it's had me thinking, like, what do we really mean by evolution? And what I was shown was that we're constantly evolving, growing, and changing. So some of you may know that my signature program is the MOLT method. And MOLT basically refers to what a creature in nature does when it's outgrown its surroundings, its trappings is the way I often refer to it. And so we shed what's no longer working for us. And the MOLT method helps us do that. Um, and I won't go over that in detail today, but I just want to encourage you to really think about what you may need to shed in order to evolve and um, to grow and change and, um, and see those improvements that you'd like to see in your life. One of the things that I was reminded of is that um, as we evolve, we find things that we like or prefer that seem really contradictory to something that we maybe really loved or enjoyed even just a few months ago. Often it might be a few years ago, but that's one of the ways that we really notice how we have grown and changed. And so let's just use an example of what kind of movies we enjoy. So I learned many years ago that I just didn't enjoy a movie that really scared me or put my um, system on a heightened state of alert. I think, you know, I'm one of those people who uh, struggles with adrenal fatigue. And, and so the last thing I need to do is to be stressing out my adrenals with something that most people would think of as entertainment. So my idea of entertainment is very different from other people's idea of entertainment. And, you know, uh, my husband and I went to see the Avengers movie um, several years ago. And I won't see a movie like that at night because I'll lose a whole night of sleep if I do that. I went to see the Titanic many years ago in the theater, and I don't think I slept for three nights after seeing that movie. It was so disturbing to my psyche. So, um, so I went to see Avengers, and I literally sat there in the movie, and I was freezing cold, and I shook the whole time. And so, you know, that is my um, adrenaline 
essentially flowing, trying to help me run from the lion, which this movie has me feeling like I need to do. And, um, and so when we went to see Top Gun last summer, um, which I thoroughly enjoyed, absolutely delightful, um, I made sure we went in the daytime and then I had some things prepared in advance to kind of work off that extra adrenaline so that I would not lose a whole night of sleep over it. Um, but, but these are the kinds of things that you may notice as you evolve that, you know, when you were younger, you may have really thought that kind of thing was exciting. Maybe you loved seeing scary movies. You know, for me, I went to Amityville Horror with my friends when I was younger and I spent the whole movie on the floor of the movie theater, practically hiding from what was on the screen. I walked out of Jurassic Park because that was too much for me. And, um, and I saw Jaws when I was a teenager and I still don't go in the ocean because I'm convinced that the minute my toes go in the water, Jaws knows I'm there and he's coming for me. So I realize that that is extreme and certainly I'm sure that you don't have that level of experience, but what kind of trauma in your past are some of these experiences maybe triggering for you? So, you know, um, I know because I'm aware of how my body reacts. I know when I'm triggering um, PTSD for me in my restore your superpowers workshop, I talk about how PTSD shows up. I've been in a number of car accidents in my life and, um, and I talk about how that shows up for me in my ongoing life as I'm just, you know, driving around, um, and activities of daily living, basically. So as we evolve, we want to allow ourselves to learn and grow and change. You know, we may find that we just really enjoyed eating at some fast food junkie kind of restaurant. And as we've um, learned how that affects our bodies, how um, our bodies have to combat the effects of that. We may just come to the point where we say, you know, it's not worth it. And then once we say it's not worth it, it really, when you even try to have it again, you'll find that it's not even satisfying. You know, I used to love drinking Dr. Pepper and I was never really somebody who drank a lot of sodas, but I would have my occasional Dr. Pepper, you know, and, um, and once I really understood how hard those um, soft drinks are, soft drinks are not soft on your system, I can assure you. Once I understood how hard on our system those soft drinks are, I just had to give them up completely. And then if I just even have a sip of a Dr. Pepper, it feels like like I've got a coating of, you know, syrup on my tongue. It just feels awful. And it takes a while to even get that film out of my mouth. 
So, I mean, a soft drink isn't even a temptation for me now. And so what kinds of things maybe have you outgrown over the course of um, the last, let's say, decade of your life? It's fun sometimes to acknowledge these things because they're reminders that we are evolving, we are learning and growing and changing. And so when we apply this concept of evolution into our health, um, it's often referred to as evolutionary medicine. And evolutionary medicine is more focused on the genetics of our bodies, our you know, cells, what we're predisposed to. And so I will say that some people just get away with a lot more than other people, but there's a lot of things going on for somebody that we may not outwardly see dis-ease in their bodies, but it's going on internally and eventually it will probably catch up to them. We can only worry about ourselves and focus on what works and what doesn't work for us. But if we understand evolutionary medicine and we accept that there's a genetic component, now it's easier to say, you know what, that person might be able to um, consume things and it doesn't affect them, but it does affect me environmental toxicity, other types of toxins that somebody else's body may be able to handle, your body can't. And, you know, you just have to love yourself just the way you are. Sometimes if we can reduce our toxic load a bit with some targeted detox protocols, then, um, then we might be able to handle things that we really miss. You know, if there's something that we feel like just really shouldn't be that bad for us, but we've had to eliminate it, then we may be able to reintroduce it in moderation once our bodies are in a better place to be able to handle it. So um, some of the ways that medicine, like medical doctors apply evolution is to things like um, bacteria. So medicine created antibiotics to be able to deal with bacteria gone rogue, essentially, right? So we always have bacteria in our bodies, but when bacteria begins to cause a problem, a medical doctor will prescribe an antibiotic. What they're finding now, though, is that over time, genetically, this bacteria has learned to adapt faster, and now we're finding that there are antibiotic resistant bacteria. And so what they thought they could throw a antibiotic at no longer works. And the same thing happens with cancer treatment. The cancer cells now are evolving and they're becoming chemotherapy resistant. And that's the reason why a lot of chemotherapy treatment is not working any longer. And so, um, I encourage you to take a look at these examples and let's use evolution as our friend. Let's support our immune system and our body's internal defense mechanisms to um, evolve naturally and to be able to handle these pathogens and these systems that maybe 
um, have gone rogue on us and um, our bodies know how to right the ship. Essentially, they know how to um, put things right, to kill off the bacteria that's causing a problem and preserve the bacteria that's actually helping us to um, destroy the cells that are cancerous while preserving the cells that are um, doing their job and helping to make that all happen. And so if we embrace evolution and we support evolution, now we're using evolutionary medicine naturally. And that is the best form of evolution. So I just want you to think about this and, um, and think about how you may have evolved. What signs have you seen of evolving emotionally, of evolving physically, um, of evolving mentally? Um, and how does that show up in your world? Is your life better because of it? When we acknowledge places where we've improved, it gives us motivation to keep up the good work and to uh, continue the pursuit. And so I just uh, encourage you to um, embrace evolution and molt some stress, molt, shed, whatever is not serving you. And, uh, and that's how we identify and manage or eliminate the kryptonite in our world. Uh, this is Dr. Gala, and it's been another episode of Let's Talk Toxins.